Hi, I'm Jane, and together with Jodes, we are two proud feminists passionate about female empowerment. This podcast is our take on the real conversations, real issues, and real challenges we must stay focused on if we're going to inspire the next generation of female leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs to pick up the baton and continue the journey to equality. But be warned, there will be rants and the odd profanity, but mainly just lots of curious conversations, uplifting stories, great guests, and food for thought on the path we still have to travel. It is clear that our young girls need us to harness our gumption and to use our voices now to make the changes we all know need to happen. It's time to be a pioneer, not a passenger. To paraphrase the famous words, of a female game changer, Hollywood's iconic Bette Davis. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Well, hi, everybody. And uh, we are now, would you believe, in series four of Jane and Joe's on one. And this is episode three. And we are delighted. Um, in this series, Female Energy Matters, to have our first guest, which is the wonderful Jackie Hyde, who is the owner and MD of Stanmore Insurance Brokers. And interestingly, I, I've known Jackie for many, many years, and her story is very inspirational. So she uh, joined Stanmore Insurance Brokers as an account handler. And as they say now, she's the big boss. She owns the whole shebang. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, so, Jackie, welcome. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Good, good, good. So we are going to talk about your journey from being quite um, sort of focused in your male energy to making that switch, which is very courageous and takes a lot of self-awareness. And so I thought I would just remind everybody, because I know we're on episode three and we've probably talked about this a few times, but if you're just jumping in and this is your first session, um, female and male energy <clears throat> is very different. It behaves very differently. Um, it has a very different focus. And most of us have male and female energy, but it's where we choose to live that matters. And so most of us have this 80-20 thing going on where, you know, I, I can say quite honestly that I live 80% of the time in my female energy, but I also live 20% in my male uh, because I often need that energy running a business. But I live and I focus and I sit 80% of the time in my female. So let me just remind the listeners what female energy is. So female energy is nurturing. It's receptive, intuitive, and gentle. Um, it has a need for harmony as opposed to a fight mentality. Um, it's very much around that multitasking, which as women, we all know and do all the time. It's a kind of global look at the world. We're big picture thinkers. Um, if you sit in your female energy, you're a big picture thinker. Um, obviously, female energy focuses on emotional and, and compassion. We are supportive and team orientated if this is where we sit. Um, female energy has more of a focus on value and meaning rather than fact and logic. Uh, it is open. It's happy with vulnerability. And it's a creator energy. So what we're mainly talking about there is this need to create space for the people to grow. So if that's our female energy, and I'm saying our because I'm definitely sitting there. If that's female energy, then Jackie, I'm really interested in you sharing with our listeners where you were at the beginning of this shift 
and how you moved in more into your female energy and what the impact of that was on you personally and professionally and Joe and I will just jump in and sort of like you know I'll ask you bits more about the stuff you say so over to you and I am I am actually really super keen to see what I can learn off Jackie today mm-hmm. as somebody who's probably I've been fighting it for a little while haven't mm-hmm. I and you know well you look come across that in a couple of the previous episodes in this series to kind of I'd like to spend a little more time in my female energy I'm very learnt into male energy so looking for some top tips off you today Jackie well I don't know about top tips ladies but I'll do I'll do my best I think I actually started in female energy if I'm honest and I think I then moved into more male and then I've learned to move back which I suppose really is uh, an interesting start, I think, to my journey. So I started as a, um, all my life, I wanted to be a wife and mum. That was where I started when I was young. That was my priority. And I did that really early. So I started by getting married at 20. And I had my first daughter um, at 23. I say first daughter because the second one was actually, a, was a male because my son came a number of years later. But when Jen was was born I was very much just a job I went to work did a job came home wanted my family and that that's really how it how it started and then I went back to work uh, six months after Jenny was born and at that particular time you either went back or you didn't and you went back full-time or you didn't there wasn't really any choices like there are today um so I went back full-time and got written off because I was a female working mum so I never really thought of it, like I said, as a career. But then I suddenly realised that I didn't like that. I didn't feel quite right. So I spotted a job at Stanmore 35 years ago. So, and went for this job, met this guy and thought, wow, I really love this guy's attitude to work. It's a career. It's He's focused on different things. I want to work here. So it took me three attempts to get the job because he wanted a man. Oh, well. <laughs> Third time. How did how did you know he wanted a man, Jackie? He told me later, and oh. I had a feeling that's what he wanted. So when I went for the second interview, it was like, um, well, that I'd like I was the best of a bad bunch, I suppose, really, in that sort of mentality, and um, that really they were looking for somebody who was who'd got like ten years experience and indicated possibly male, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I ended up working there. But I I think the big thing for me is I work in a very male-dominated industry. Mm. In insurance, it's predominantly males, and it is still predominantly males at the senior parts of the the industry. 35 years later, eh? 35 years later. And having done some recent events with lots of ladies in this industry, I'm still seeing the same things I saw 35 years ago. So we're not we're not doing great at changing no. a lot of things. Has it, it not moved much at all? Has it made a smidge of progress in your view? What? Yeah, Jackie. Just Jackie. Yeah, just Jackie. <laughs> no, <there's> not, <laughs> no, no. I've pushed a few barriers. I've got to admit, but I think I think yes, there are there are we are certainly making changes. We're making changes in corporate. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jane and I are going to set the world on fire tomorrow yeah. when we meet some ladies in the insurance industry. Um, but I think corporate are doing reasonably well. There's some CEOs and senior people that are females in in the industry, but we're struggling, still struggling in mine in the broken side of yeah. the industry. 
predominantly because when you get to a certain level, you need to buy in. And I don't know whether that is a challenge for ladies. I don't know. We're, we're all trying to work out what is it? What is it that's causing it? And um, how can we change it? And I think there's lots of great stuff taking place in my industry now regarding uh, women's events and um, recognising that actually we want to push that diversity through. Um, and we've got a lot of male allies, which I think is really good. I think we are trying um, and we are making some headway. But when I was there, all my bosses were male, all of them, when I was working in corporate and, and when I moved into the independent Sandmore world. Um, and I just felt that to get where I wanted to go, when I suddenly realised this was a career now, it wasn't, it wasn't just I go to work and I come back. I wanted to really achieve. Um, I realised that I'd slowly but surely started to move into that um, more aggressive way of behaving, um, sort of feeling I had to sort of square up to these guys as opposed to finding a different way in, if that makes sense, girls. You know, it's just absolutely challenging. Really. You, um, had you had any reaction to your natural female energy off them initially? No, because I don't, I don't, think I actually used it very often in that way as soon as you knew you were like hang on a minute if I'm going into this space I better not be like that I better be like them yeah yeah, okay, I get yeah. It. better not show any weakness yeah um you know and yeah and I I am quite a soft uh emotional very emotional individual as Jane knows from many many years of working alongside me um so I felt like I had to hide some of that so it would then build up underneath me so that when I did feel I could let it go, it was like, uh, you know, um, Niagara Falls. It was just, you know, really, really difficult for a period of time. And I think I brought that home a lot. Um, my husband always used to say, probably still says it to some degree, can tell what sort of day I had by how I shut the front door. Um, so, <laughs> so... Um, he either runs or runs to the door or away from the door. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's why I got a dog now, because at least he says hello when I get in. <laughs> so, Jackie, when you said that you put it away, you mentioned, like, you, you correlated your femininity and your female energy with weakness, the word weakness. Yeah. What do you mean by that? What do I mean by that? Yeah, so do you see that, that female energy as a weakness? No, I just think that men men saw it right as a weakness. Okay. okay. Not that I saw it as a weakness. Okay. Okay. But it, the way men expected me to be, um, A, I was always hitting the barriers. I was always feeling like that I wasn't um accepted mm -hmm. um in the in the environment as well. And um I'm 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 a real straight talker. I believe that you need to say how it is you need to explain how it is and when that comes across often by men as a female they see it as um bossy um all the words that we don't necessarily like to hear yeah, yeah. Um, that you are aggressive that people are scared of you that used to be said to me all the time mm. people are scared of you people are frightened of you mm. and who wants to feel like that Mm. Yeah, so often yeah. described as the you know the alpha female bitch from hell mode, isn't it? Mm. When that's not that's not who you're trying to show up as at all. Mm. But mm. yeah, you end up being like labelled in that way. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so that's that was me for many, 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 many years. Um, and um, what changed? 
Um, Before you say what changed, Jackie, if you don't mind me asking, obviously I'm super curious, but I'm dead interested. (laughs) You say for years and years and years. I'm really interested to kind of know. I don't I kind of want to put words in your mouth, but what, what, how did that impact you? You know, did it take its toll on you to get you to a point where you thought, I want to change? How was that? No, I was just exhausted. Exhausted. Yeah, I constantly feel like you have to turn up and not be you. Yeah. You have to be somebody else to be heard, to get where you felt you had an entitlement to go. And because I've I'm quite strong in believing in myself and what I say and what I believe in. And more importantly, what I wanted to stand up for my clients um, or my staff or whoever I feel needs to be stood up for, um, I won't I won't hide from that. You know, I think I'm fair. I think I'm good at saying when it's good as well as when it's bad. And I think that's really important. I think um, you often come across people who are, complaining and moaning all the time um, and finding all the faults but I like to tell people when they're doing a great job so I think I like to be fair in that but when you're doing that all the time feeling like you're having to be somebody else Mm. get worn down Mm. and I think that's where I ended up worn out Mm. Um, and there was a big moment in my life having taken on a very very large account that grew and grew and grew and became a monster and basically when it left after nine ten years nearly took me out Mm -hmm. because it had dominated my life for so long again working purely with men in this particular client I work with there was no females at Mm -hmm. all at this point that that were at my level that I was dealing with and when they decided to move it away from me I felt it was unfair and I just lost confidence and self-belief in who I was and I met Jane Um, and I know Jane sat here, but you know, as I say, I say say what it is. Jane really did transform my life, but it took a bit of doing. Mm. It seriously took some doing. It was and- like Jackie that you had kept yourself hidden for so long, hadn't you? And you kept pushing it down and pushing it down and pushing it down. And this was your intervention. This client wasn't it? This big client. This was the. Yeah. To, to, to make sort of where I, I still know this client today um I'm still closest client I think you know the 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 senior person there uh, dealt with his homes insurances and very wealthy man and I I still I still res- actually respect this guy today and I think he respects me and I now say to him losing your account is the best thing that ever happened to me and he well thanks very much Jackie but it was actually <laughs> Because yeah. it made me reshift, yeah. rethink, not only as me as an individual, but where I was taking the business to. I think that was mm-hmm. important to recognise those moments in your life that are quite significant in making you rethink. Mm-hmm. And was this at a point, Jackie, where you had invested in the business by this point and you had taken a degree of ownership on? Yeah, I had a third by then. You had a third by then. And did you already have kind of your eyes set on like uh, continuing that and owning more and more and more? Like in your vision, did you want the whole thing or that wasn't a thing at that point? I never went into the business to own it. I never went into the business to own it on my own. I went into business by partnership and I enjoyed my first partnerships. My second and third partnerships were more challenging um and they have come to a natural end um 
but I didn't I didn't ever go in to own it yeah. I never never had, never had a dream I never just wanted to be a mum that's all I wanted to be um, funny, how, funny how it all plays out isn't it yeah absolutely so here we are now then so we've been in our male energy most of the time to this point um mm. and then we have this intervention this bit of a crisis didn't we so then what happened um, uh, somebody told me I needed to go and meet this lady at an event um, called Jane Kenyon. <laughs> and I went to this event and listened and I thought, yeah, she she seems to understand women a bit. I think I need to talk to her. And we had a conversation. Then we met and I went on a stepping up workshop and stepped down um, big style. Um, and then I spent 12 months working with, with Jane as a coach. I'd had a coach before and she was fantastic lady for me but Jane works really really hard on me and we profiled me and that really was the biggest eye-opener to realize actually who I am and what I am um, and how I think and to embrace all about being me um, so actually the business was secondary it was Jane put me back together um, and helped me realize that actually I did work in a male world but I could still be a woman mm. and I could still have the feminine side that I have as a mum as I have as a wife um, and all those things are equally important and that you should embrace both, both sides of your energy I suppose while we're talking about energy um, and that, that was really really important to me and it took and it did take 12 months mm. probably a bit longer for me to really find me and be able to be me and then there's been a couple of things that have happened later in my life with business um and now owning it myself means I can run that business as a female how I want it to be mm -hmm. um and I have a great mixture of staff male and female and I believe I can I can now run that business with not just my head but with my heart too and that might sound a bit you know guys might go oh, well that's a bit sort of mushy or anything but actually, I think my heart does a better job than my head sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and well, that proves in, in your figures and how you're growing the business. So actually having a heart-driven business is not a negative thing at all, is it? It's, you know, it, it works for you. Um, and you also have your daughter in the business with you now, don't you? So that's full circle. Absolutely. I have my daughter. And my goddaughter actually work for me. Um, they work probably harder than anybody else in the organization because um you know we've got to we've got to show that um we all work we all come to the door to work hard and do the right thing by everybody um took her a long time to even just say that she was a hide um because when we used to go out and she never wanted to be seen as the boss's daughter she wanted to be her in her own right and I admire that that's how she wanted to be yeah. uh, but I think that whole change of shift and now I have to deal with some really serious males and females now and I don't hesitate to just be me. Mm -hmm. And so what impact has that had on you personally and on the business when you made that switch? So when you made that kind of said you know what I'm going to be me because I'm enough and being me means that I'm actually going to be grounded in my female energy because that's who I am um, and yes, I'm going to use that male when I need it. But actually, I'm driving this business from a female energy perspective. When you go into these big meetings with all men still, how does that look? Um, I 
I just go in as me and I don't I don't even think about it anymore. I don't think about who I should be or what I should be. I think about what I need to say. Yeah. And I might think about how am I going to get this across? Um, but I don't ever think about it in respect of how I used to think about it, where I used to like put my armor on and well, what might be coming and what might come back at me. And I think I'm far more relaxed now in meetings. I'm more respected in meetings because I don't need to be anybody else. And yeah. um, more recently, I've been and presented at a big insurance company to their women um, within their organisations with some very senior males in there who came and said, you know, you spoke really well. And I think a lot of our women can learn from you. Um you know that that's just lovely to feel that actually I can be there and I can and a lot of the stuff has come out that you know you are very open you are prepared to tell people about the tough times yeah. um, the vulnerable times I am um, I am resilient but I'm also prepared to show when I am struggling and my team know when I'm struggling yeah and I think that's important because no matter what level you are in what organization within your business we all have tough times and whether and everybody should pull together to help the boss yeah. as well as you know everybody within the within that company if that makes sense so showing your vulnerability when life is tough there's nothing wrong with that I've I've had ill health I've had to look after my dad um I've had family trauma and all of those things are important to but you just get around somebody and look after them and yeah. Look out of it. yeah and actually that fosters a very open um kind of environment at work doesn't it so then other people the people that work for you and work with you feel that they can behave in that way as well and that they're not putting this armor on as you talk about when they come to work so it, it completes a very different it, it creates a very different culture doesn't it so if you think about yeah, sure. what you created for your company now and what it was like when you first started, I bet it doesn't even look similar in any way, does it? Well, I'm still very close to the founder of my original yeah. boss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, very sadly, he's lost, you know, our boss has lost his wife very really, very tragically recently. Um, went to see him and we have a fantastic relationship because if you ask me, would I change anything if I went back and did my life again? I wouldn't change a thing because everything has taught me to be who I am today and I'm proud of who I am today. So I don't, I don't have anything that, but my view being, I mean, I say to you, you know, you know, fun of the fun I have with Steve is like, he can tell what day I've had by our shut front door. But I say to my team, I don't leave work at the work doorstep. So why should you leave personal at work doorstep? Because it, it doesn't, it's who you are as a as a person you can't take a bit out of it and say well I'll just leave that over there for now because that's not going to bother me so I think that's really important and I think it's really important in my organization that we all embrace the individuality of everybody in profiling we do a lot of it in our office because the way I think isn't how somebody else thinks and actually how they think can be very useful Um, so we need to embrace all the individuality of each of the people that work for us and it sounds like actually just listening to you talk through that compared to how you described that bigger chunk of your life you know that there's real kind of joy and empowerment in authenticity 
in just being able to just like real like you say use the word relax just to relax and show like bring your best self to work as cheesy yeah, yeah. it sounds yeah you know we had loads yeah. of businesses saying that right come on everybody bring your best selves yeah. to work yeah but it, otherwise it's just a load of words yeah. isn't it you actually role model yeah. that yeah which makes it completely okay for everybody else to do themselves and when you've got everyone bringing their best selves to work everything thrives yeah. doesn't it yeah yeah but sometimes you can't bring the best self to work sometimes in being your best self sometimes something's going on yeah yeah it's not about being it's not about being polished and perfect it's about it's all the authentic you yeah yeah Yeah. the the everything about you and and because you feel safe to do that you know you, you 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 bring everything with you don't you so it does make a positive difference yeah and you can't you can't you shouldn't hide your feelings. How's oh. your feelings? You can't ch- you can't say to somebody you don't feel like that mm. because nobody can tell you how to feel. Um. You can embrace feelings and and take you know some positivity. Um, I mean, I I was up for an award at the, on Friday and I didn't win it and it really bothered me. However, I've come back and like, what am I going to do now mm. to to embrace what I learned on that day? to make something different going forward. And I've already made my mind up what I want to do differently as a consequence of my Friday experience. And I think that's really, really, really important that um, we accept that we have good days and bad days. And when we had a bad day, tell somebody you're having one. Mm. Tell somebody, if you ask for help, it's amazing. As far as I'm concerned, when you ask for help, magic happens. Yeah. People come when you ask for help. Very, very rare if somebody says, I'm struggling, I need some help. How many people would say, go away? Get lost. <laughs> yeah, so, so, Jackie, for, for, you know, anyone who's listening to this, who this really resonates with, who but might not have got as far as you've got at this point, who are like, oh, my God, I'm recognising that I am, you know, stuck in some male energy that isn't feeling very comfortable and maybe they are feeling exhausted and burnt out. What... What are your top tips to these people? What would you say? Where do they start? What do they do? Ask for help. Yeah. If you're struggling, ask for help. Surround yourself by fantastic people. Um, one of the tips I learned many years ago, and I think that might come from Jane too, is have good quality peers about you. Good friends, social friends, but have good friends at work, people who understand your world because... When I became the owner of Sanmore, they didn't didn't know my um, my family didn't understand. They thought it was absolutely bonkers because I've got two young children and I was going to do a full time job. And I kept saying to them, "They're not the kids are not staying home alone. They actually have a dad, mm-hmm. um, and at weekend they're all mine." So I think ask for help when you're struggling um get those peers around you start building them now so that when you're in trouble or you're struggling you ask for help and they will help you not take it away from you but support you to make the right decisions yeah. to be vulnerable um and for me work hard mm. find the answers you know there's nothing wrong with working hard um there's a there's always a balance but if you want to get somewhere you've got to work hard yeah totally can i ask you one final question (laughs) um obviously jenny works in your business now and is you know doing really really well it just it interests me 
what has she seen you change and how that has, has impacted her so obviously you are role modeling amazing behavior now because you're being you but she obviously saw you when you were struggling to be you because you were forced into this male coded bit so is she being her is she role modeling you now what she's seen does she comment on that she did she see that shift um jenny's very different to me we have our the same core values but we are completely different profiles to to me she thinks very differently i'm a big pitch person she's a very detailed person and we have some fun at work um because i'll say get off that detail jenny and think of the big picture and she'll mum will you get off the big picture and think of the detail so we do have some fun but i mean core values as i say she has seen what's and all and there's big decisions as to where her future goes because i can't be around in the business forever and the next generation, if they want it, need to take it on. And and I think it must be hard for her to see the really hard times, you know, when I was seriously ill and having to work. And yeah. um, I run it on my own, which I don't really want for her. I want her to have good partners because I think yeah. if you've got good partners, you shouldn't have to work. You have to work hard, but you don't have to work as hard and you're not feeling quite as lonely because it can be very lonely running a business on your own um but she's incredibly proud of me mm -hmm. and I think that's what really really matters to me yeah uh, so I think it's a really important thing and I have she's my best friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> as well as my daughter and I think that goes that says everything to me you know we right. didn't win on Friday but my god did we enjoy the retail therapy yeah <laughs> Brilliant. We spent a lovely weekend Brilliant. together. Yeah. Special times. Yeah. yeah. So even hearing you talk, Jackie, is like such a joy for me because all your language is very, very female. The way you talk about your business, the way you talk about you, the way you talk about the team, you know, the way you talk about, you know, the big picture and so on and so forth. Oh, so much of that is your female energy. So you, without you even knowing, so you don't really, like you say, you don't walk in a room going, right, I just get the list out. I've got to do this, this, I've got to behave. Ooh, when they say that, I have to do this. Because you're just in your natural energy. And, and that is strong female. There is some male in there as well, but you are far more in your female energy today than you were when I met you. So it's a real joy for me. And I really thank you for coming on and sharing that and being open and vulnerable yeah. um, and all those things. Um, thank you for taking the time today to share that with us. And I'm sure um, our listeners will take so many things away from what you've shared. Definitely. So, it's been lovely for me yeah. here as well, Jackie. Yeah. So thank you. Lots of love. Yeah. You have been listening to Jane and Jode on one. Until next time, remember, sisterhood matters. Together, we are bold, brave, fierce and unstoppable.